Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, a bit tired, but that's just I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Not your fault. Not your problem. Um, I was. Uh, we were wondering. Okay, one question we had is that you're talking about the the print schedule. Were you talking about um, cutting it or bumping it up? Something we were considering was moving it just um, monthly. Oh. Based okay. off cost, and so we still want to stay in print. Just save some money. Yeah. Well, I mean. It, if it's a money consideration, you know, again, let us know. There's, I understand that advertising's in the toilet because of of, of X, Y, Z, and everything else. But, you know, let us know if there's something else we can do to help there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unmute. Why are? Sorry, there's just some weird stuff in terms of the. It's now asking me to let people into the call. Do you, have wait, do you have the waiting room? Oh, we're still in talk shoe. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if you have the waiting room enabled, here, sit over here. I can't. Go ahead. There we go. There we go. Can't see anyone. Yeah, that's fine. So, here we are. You get we have plenty of. Hi. You can move over. Can move over? Okay. Yeah. There we are. Hi. So, just waiting for a few more people to join. Uh, check this. Uh, I put up uh, all of your stuff and Callie's and uh, Addison's, so it's in the list of reports and stuff. So, which actually you can't see, can you? No, no they need yet. access. Yeah, we can we can fix that. That's easy. Um, wow. Why is this thing up there? Oh my God, Ada, shut up. Okay. Cat. Let everybody else pop on. Okay. Let's see, there we go. Doing this as a Brady bunch. We'll see how the rest of it. We'll wait for everybody else to pop on. Yeah. Pardon our loud cat. God, she's so obnoxious. But if we put her out, she's just going to be louder. Mm-hmm. She's going to be worse. And outside the door. Come here. <laughs> My cat's bark. the same way. Well. Come here. If you're gonna be obnoxious, we have two cats, and the, there's one. Show everyone how cute. No, out she no, goes. No, out she goes. She's in here. Yeah. So. Like I'm not your monkey. We'll see. We'll see. We're just getting everybody else in. She's um, such a shit. Okay. Ah. Oh, let me look at the agenda. The agenda is obviously short. There's not a whole lot to go over. So hopefully this will be a a quick and dirty. We can kind of. Uh, Get her back on their way. Uh, Kelly, I haven't heard back yet from Foundation, so I'm going to ping them again tomorrow. I'm, I'm not neglecting it. I'm just not getting any cooperation. Well, what's up there? <laughs> That's no problem. Okay. No, no, just that, the, that uh, um, she, she wanted to switch the scholarship to summer, fall. 
Oh, I, that's right. Because they it's did. two different calendar years. And I just gotta, oh, God. They're going to freak out. I'm yeah. just kidding. It's fine. They need to deal. Yeah, it's not It's not on you. We're the university thinks in millennia. Mm-hmm. You know. Greg, Bill, it's good to see your faces. Yes. Hi there. Good to see you, too. Yep. Is there a beginning used to being constantly? You don't have uh, images on three people. Um, well, it's a couple of them are calling in by phone, so I don't know what. Uh... Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Hey, this is Cole. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, sir? Doing well, thanks. How's everyone tonight? Not bad. Not bad. How, how, how's, how's the limb? feel like a million bucks compared to where it was last week. Thank you for asking. No problem. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Aaron, let's see here. Let me do a head count. One, two, three, four, five. Six. Well, six neighbors in the, and if they gave you any of the good drugs, you are obligated to share. Yes, just a bit. Hold on, let me do, duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> Close the door because we're always running out of weaker. Oh, here, I'll make I'll get Leah. Yeah, I'll make yeah, it. Yeah, well, now we're worried about the task getting done. They're the worst animals. Okay, uh, I think right, we can we start the ball rolling here a bit. Um, I'm switching on Mike Julie. I'm assuming he'll pop on in a minute. Uh, Congratulations, by the way, on all the awards. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We Thank you. are. <laughs> We're going to make an ongoing list so that we can um, submit more in the future so that we have, like, more and we can beat the Herald more is what the goal is. Excellent. Understood. I like Understood. It. I mean, I know that um, lo not locally, but, like, uh, in the state, the next the next big one is Marquette, oddly enough, and regionally Minnesota, but that's about it. Vince can probably Vince Vince could help them out with that actually. Maybe the awards, student mm -hmm. press awards. I've got a guy. Yeah, we got lists of these things. And we uh, yeah, we always have a guy. We always have him. Yeah. We have nothing but. Um, and Mr. Julie, thank you for popping on, so I can start the meeting with having an actual roll call and having somebody write it down. Yes, I can do that. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna call this. Okay, let me call this to order, and let's see who we have here. Um, most people you can see, but it's obviously myself, Allison, Callie. Let me go from left to right. <laughs> Callie, Grace, Will, Addison, Greg. Somebody here I don't recognize. I'll have to pass by. Hi, uh, it's Anna. Anna John oh. calling from Bubble. Okay, thank you. Um, there's hey, there's we have one of here too. Okay, that's what I was like. Haley's here, Bill, yeah. Cole, Herman, Mike. So, pretty good spread. I think we can start the ball rolling. We're good. Okay. Um, I love that there's just smiles on this call. It's so much easier than you know, just hearing cranky voices in the ether. Um, any questions on the agenda? Anything you want me to add, subtract, move? No? Feeling good? Okay. Uh, any I have issues? an issue. When it, when we get to it, I have an issue for new business. Okay. We can absolutely add something. That's fine. 
uh, and um, all the like most of the reports were filed. Thank you, folks. That was good. And um, there was don't think there's any issues with the minutes uh, that anybody wants to raise. There is. Yeah, let me I, know. Yeah, I don't know what happened to them because they were all there a few weeks ago. The minute, no, the minutes, the last minutes, last time we met was December, Mike. You're not, you're not losing it. Really? Yeah, that's part of the reason I felt, yes, that's the reason I felt so guilty about this. And I was like, I got to get the ball rolling here. I'm going to leave you guys wondering if we're going to do this ever again. It was not my intent. <laughs> I couldn't remember, but I went to look at the minutes and I went, there's nothing for 2021. What did I, what did I forget to do? <laughs> <laughs> no one was sleeping on the job. It's just, we weren't we weren't meeting um yeah uh you know dot 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 all other excuses blah 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 well you know if as long as you're forgiving we'll move on um but listen, everything else seems to be okay like let me check was there anything about the reports anybody had a question on before we jump in anything strike you as like what the heck um uh, no but um if um if callie and Addison are on the line. Um, I didn't see all of the results of the Wisconsin Newspaper Association Awards, but I did see that the Cardinal finished second in overall excellence, and and that that was uh, and that the Herald did not even qualify for that uh, that category. But I did note that the last the last few years the Herald hasn't entered at all. And so I think this year they they realized that the Cardinal was winning all of these awards over the last two years. So they've they must have flooded the categories. I mean, there there were so many entries from the Badger Herald it was ridiculous. Mm. But uh, I know Nathan Denzine won a won a nice award, and there were some others too. But to get the second place, you know, now they finished behind. The Marquette Tribune. The Marquette Tribune is a well-funded um, student newspaper. They're and, a monster. Uh, yeah, they are. They are. They are a monster. And um, and, and so they have finish, professional faculty. Right. Yeah. They have. They actually have faculty help there. And so to finish second to them is is not an embarrassment, but but to finish second overall is a, a you know that's a general ex excellence and and i thought that that was really noteworthy so uh congratulations uh to the staff uh, on, on getting that done that was that was really good and i i know that that things have changed quite a bit because it used to be that there was you know a daily and non-daily thing and that's probably much less of a thing than it was so that's your 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 who you're competing against changed because um, remember, like right. MATC of all places used to get a lot of awards too. Right. Uh, Milwaukee, sorry. Um, so that's the thing. Um, yeah, it might be. Um, so yeah, we can take a look at that and kind of keep up. Like we have a we have a running list of all the different awards, like going back to like 2000, I think, like on our website, not the. Not the DCA's public website, but the wiki, so we keep track of like, what that is, so you can look back and see who did what. I think I have to update that list a bit. It's part of our problem right now is the record keeping has been a bit of a problem. 
So we're going to try to improve that. Uh, the, we also keep track of all the different things you can apply to for awards. So there may be some more things that we can just point you to and ta-da, there it is. So anybody want to, you know, get out the pickaxe and pick my brain, you know, give me a buzz and I'll go through everything. I've probably forgotten more things than I remember anymore. Um, I also have, so anything on there, any other questions on the reports? I think most things make sense here. Um, let me check it. I only didn't check this mics. Okay, good. Um, so uh, the transition is still happening, Mike. You hoping to meet people during the summer? Yes, uh, I think that um, we'll, and I haven't spoken or emailed um, directly Addison or Grace yet, but that tradition um, has been to the, the top editors of the outgoing and incoming staffs to just meet with me just briefly on the, on the terrace sometime over the summer just to make sure that um, the transition between the two staffs it, it goes smoothly and that if there's any questions about from the incoming editors that they can answer them with the you know the outgoing editors can answer them right away and uh, yeah. in the past really helped um, because sometimes um, in the past you know the keys to the office where are they you know who's got the passwords stuff like that gets um, get sort of lost in transition. And so I think this year is going to be better because I think Will and Callie have been talking with Addison and Grace. I mean, of course, uh, they've been working together all this whole year anyway, so I think the transition will be pretty smooth. And if we didn't meet over this, it wouldn't be the worst possible thing. But we'll try to meet sometime in June or July just to go over things and make sure everything is solid. Good. Uh, the one thing I was going to ask, um, uh, I also have something else for new business, so I'll get to that when we get to it too. Uh, do we want to, if there's no objection, we'll continue? Yeah, seeing none. Let's open up the budget. Um, now let me see, can I share? I thought I'm, yeah, we may eventually have to hop off of using um, our dear our dear departed friend, uh, uh, um, talk to you. Part of the reason we need to talk to you is we have every meeting recorded back to 2007. So it's like it's to download everything might oh take God, a while. If ever anybody can't sleep, they could just go mm, through all of those. Yikes. Uh, so let me let me share the budget though, so that we have something like oh come on, yeah, you can't show the full window or all. there. Let's do this. Okay. Um, Cole, sorry, everybody's seeing the budget. You know, hopefully a tiny, not a tiny window like I'm seeing here, but a reasonable size. Okay. Uh, share screen. There we go. Let's do that. Um, Cole, do you want to kind of go over what we're seeing so far? Yeah, I can. Um, so, top down, let me just pull it up. I'm on my phone, folks. Bear with me just a second. Okay, so real simple at the top we have our income uh really consolidated everything into the annual appeal donations and then scholarship contributions those are the two line items from 2020 as you'll see in the the column there uh, you have the year over year change in column e and then the budgeted amount 
in the next column over to the right. I did put a couple of notes in there just for reference where it might make sense to have uh, a little bit of context. And then, of course, the expenses at bottom of that. And then we're projecting out for a total uh, amount to, to wash at the bottom there. But more or less for 2021, hoping for $45,000 in total donations or income against expenses of 42,000 and change. The large majority of that coming from the direct $15,000 per semester operational grant expenses to the DCMC themselves. Uh, that's sort of it in a nutshell. The rest of the expenses were budgeted anticipating inflationary increases uh, to the tune of a couple percent from where they have been over the past few years, and that's uh, that's really it. I'm open to any discussion, call-outs, questions, etc. Fire the, away! I'm ready for it. The increase in on um, the increase in the annual appeal is that as a result of bundling in the leadership contribution, or are you expecting me to come up with 15 grand from someplace? <laughs> It is uh, in part, good question, it is in part due to the bundling in of the leadership contribution and more than anything, just to cover expenses and still end the year in the balance on the black, in the black rather. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll we can, yeah. <laughs> Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, honestly, the, the 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 trend with the with the fundraising has basically been that we've been meeting every goal that we've set, if not exceeding it, for the last three years, yep. two years, really. Mm. And so it's you know, I I would never say it's not possible. I just wanted to know what we were signing up for. It just means that we might have to get a little bit of a head start on it this year in terms of getting the mailing out so that it hits before that it hits around back to school time, which was kind of the plan this past year. So I'd like to make sure that the annual appeal goes out and we start the messaging a little bit earlier so that we have some time to twist some arms and Shake some hands, kiss some babies. Yeah. Um, totally. Makes sense. And one big operational question that would help your case, Allison, is the decrease. Uh, Tony, maybe you can help me out here. From 19 mm -hmm. to 20 in fundraising expenses, did we get infinitely more efficient or digital year over year? I'm, I'm tracking... Well, okay. 2020, we only spent no. a grand versus. Yeah. What, what what happened? What happened was is we didn't get the the mailing out in a time where the where it counted I against see. 2020. <laughs> That's why you're saying that. So totally. Yeah, we're, we're we're getting better at it. Let's put it that way. Um, so the fundraising expenses might be higher in 2021. Yeah. And that's just because part of 2020 is the postage and or the whatever, but we'll be yeah. counting counting into 2021. So it'll if we cared about things like 
percentage spent on fundraising. I wish we were making raising enough money for that to be a problem. Then we, right. you know, it might be more of an issue, but the size that we are and the amount that we're raising and frankly, the transparency with which we go about our fundraising. I mean, anybody can look at this if they want. Right. It, I'm not too concerned about what's basically a bookkeeping issue. Right, right. Yeah, and, uh, no, to totally. I would, I would agree. And uh, for for note for everyone on the call, we also have. I don't have the report in front of me, but I think seventeen thousand in cash in the bank right now too. So if we need to consider that against the fundraising goal, which Allison, your point went up dramatically over last year's uh, total and goal, we're we're in a position to be able to do so, even with the increased expenditures from the fundraising expenses, even anticipating 15,000 per semester directly to the Cardinal and every other general and administrative operating expense, we'll, we'll be in good shape, I guess, the, the long story short there. Yeah, which, which is part of the reason that I was asking you, Grace, earlier about what the, the desire was for printing, because basically the 15000 a semester basically covers your printing per semester. Like one, but about a grand a week would cover that pretty easily if you wanted more possible. But it's, like I said, if it's if it's a expense issue, I wouldn't worry about it. If it's a if it's a mechanical or focus issue, totally understood. That's a different ballpark. But don't let don't let money be your limiting factor if that makes sense um the other thing that we need to work out and i've i've talked around it a bit but i need to really dig into it is the fact that we need to do another sweep in terms of um membership like just tracking down people again because i think it, it's we're getting the people we have to track kept track of are getting older and we're losing some of them and the people who are, are younger we don't have on the rolls so it's like either a we need some help uh in Madison, just getting some of the uh, just names and stuff like that to get them on the list and then probably uh, find some way to encourage people to, to sign up and to let us know where they are and stuff like that. Because the way that the the way that the Alumni Association used to allow their records to be exposed has been changed. Like I could use I used to be able to just look up people uh, just through their website and they've changed their site to being more of a social media thing, which basically turned that whole capability right out. So yeah, it's it's not been it's not been easy to track down uh, people who used to work at the Cardinal as as much as it used to be. Um, so like uh, bluntly put, like Callie or Grace or anybody, if you want to make a little extra money this summer, let me know, and we'll hook you up and just say we've done we've done it before. We just say you know you know do it at you know fifteen bucks an hour, spend thirty hours working on it. Ta-da! Here's you know an extra five hundred bucks for just helping us keep track of everybody. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be kind of a, a priority to make sure we're kind of caught up. I'll, I'll double check where we are though on that. And that's, so that's how those two things dovetail in because it's going to be easier to do. A, if I can do a larger pitch, it'll help get more money in. Um, yeah, this makes sense, Cole. Like I said, it's like so, so far, like to your point to meet things through for like, we have fall covered basically. Yeah. Yep, we do. Okay. So that we'd be, so yeah, this is the weird part of the budget. It's like we already have, we did spring. We have fall cover. What did we do spring? No, we didn't do spring. They didn't no. ask for it. They didn't ask. Oh, for I'm spring. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we did not do spring. We have the money for the next semester requested. Ah, so that's probably why you're going. We don't have enough money. You didn't ask for it. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. If um, you need it, yeah, it is there. It is if there. you would like us to hold on to it like a great big piggy bank, we can do that too. Yeah, like if you want to wait for like, you know, fall and say, hey, can we have this so we can do a, a kick-ass reg issue? You know, yeah, no problem. I don't call it reg anymore. I know. Welcome week, whatever the Welcome hell. Welcome back. We, well, we called it Welcome Week a long time ago too. Chris, I don't remember. Oh, God, there's so many. Again, I'm old. Leave it alone. Um, so, yeah, there's money there. If you need it, let us know. Uh, this all said, yeah, we probably do a reminder and kind of get the other pitch out. Um, anything else on here that people are curious about? Questions, queries, job applications? No? Death threats, marriage proposals. Oh, nice. I'm using that one now. He's got uh, all the time at CUNY. Uh, now, do, do we have a sense from Herman, Callie, Will, Grace, Addison? Are you, do you need that 15K? Now. Right now, immediately, in order to finish the year out? Or do, can we, should we hold on to it and, and send it over in the fall? So the answer to that is uh, not going to be apparent to us until we have our next board meeting next week. Okay. So, so um, yeah, we, we, you know, we're, we're looking at that. We're also, you know, we have the summer interns. So right now it looks like we're going to uh, fund the summer interns out of the big endowment, the big uh, Cardinal endowment. Okay. So if that's the case, then we, probably won't need all the 15 but we may need half of it okay that's fine it's good okay. to know i'm trying to figure out how much scrambling i need to do in the next couple weeks versus the next couple months <laughs> yeah, that's fine understood um, yeah out of the school year in one piece yeah because uh, again it's like um we we did a little bit of jury rigging around with foundation because we went back and fully funded a couple of scholarships now so like now we have three scholarships fully yes. funded yeah so we have three that are fully funded and by the way thank you to whoever got the point out to staff that you know for freaking applying for them so we actually set out a full set this time like we've had years where no one applied and we're like for certain scholarships like do you not like free money i like free money and you know i have money um so we're, we're now at the point where we are able to get that out there i think um yeah the, the shadid found scholarship will be a grand what we may end up doing is publicizing the fact that now we're starting to do these scholarships by position and say, these are covered. These are not. Do you want to cover the arts desk? Here's how much you'd need to do that. We're hoping to kind of move toward that direction and that model. To the alums. Yeah. Publicize yeah. to the alums. Yeah. So that way okay, we can so start. Here's, so here actually, here actually, Tony, is one of the, the issues that, uh, that I have come across in the last couple of weeks related to scholarships and mm -hmm. why... Uh, some staff members don't apply for them and something where we may want to tweak our funding strategies. So here's the issue. Uh, uh, two years ago, uh, the university uh, and the foundation uh, created this thing called Bucky's Tuition Promise. And that says that any student from a family, any in-state student from a family earning less than the median household income in the state gets free tuition. Okay. So that's the good news. The bad news is if the students who are in need of funding um, get a, a scholarship from us, it just doesn't help them. It gets taken off 
what they're getting free from the university and worse actually can mm -hmm. jeopardize their eligibility for the continuing free tuition. Okay. So, so the, the, uh, the, the, um, you know, the, the, we had this discussion at the board at the Cardinal board and a lot of students have tuition money covered, but they don't necessarily have expense money covered. Okay. So that's, that makes sense. Yeah, so that so that is a, a big change in the landscape. I think that we have to think about. I'll I'll check. Well, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead uh. sorry. Really quickly, just to pipe in. Um, from what I know, Bucky's tuition promise doesn't cover as many people as it says it will, and it also doesn't reach out-of-state students at all. And at the Cardinal, as of right now, we do have a lot of out-of-state students, and they we don't get, like Grace and I are both out-of-state students, and we don't get anything from UW-Madison or get very little from UW-Madison. Yeah. So I think that the problem in the past was that the past management didn't necessarily market them super well or give that information out. I know that um, we've talked in the past that we didn't know that these scholarships happened or that they or who they were open to, whereas this semester we sent them out in our whole like staff-wide channel of everybody and right. told them to apply and told them exactly who could apply and when it was due. And I think that that really helped because people actually knew that they could apply and it wasn't just for editors or it wasn't just for this or that, it was everybody. So I think that that um, is a huge factor as well. But if any other, if any other people have thoughts on that. Can I ask three follow-up questions to that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, have, I have one question in 42 parts. No, um, the the first question, was, the first issue we had is that what we're looking at is moving away from an application model. Just that it be, if you have this position, you get the scholarship. You don't have to apply, which could be, which would be good for some positions like opinion, graphics, EIC, automatic money. Everybody else would be like, well, we're out in the cold. So, I, I mean... Right. That that's one thing we're talking about. We we're leaning towards that because again, it was because of the lack of application. But if that's something that's going away, we could maybe talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the the second part was the fact that we begged to just be able to do this the the appeal directly, and we kept getting told, "No, we'll tell them. No, we're telling them." I'm like, if you want us to, tell us the list. We'll send out the note. <laughs> Not a problem. Um, and the last thing is. Do you guys actually have a Slack account yet? Yes. So that's why it was so effective is because Will pushed and pushed and pushed for it. I'm going to give total props to Will for this. But he was the one that got us all on Slack. And with that, we have 120 people in one channel. And so when we send something out, it's boom, everybody gets it. Everybody has automatic access to it. So I think that okay. that's something that we originally got because of the pandemic. But I yeah. think we better be using it because it's super helpful and it's really accessible for everybody. Because, I mean, the, the question is, not, this is not something you have to decide now, but if that's something where you think that'd be a good venue for us to to, to let you know about certain things like in certain channels only, mm. let us know. Um, okay. Because that might, there's a, there's a lot of alums who want to do more direct things, but it's like there's no easy way to do it. Like I have... Um, uh, one of our alums, uh, Pete Kafka, he's like, I just want to help kids get jobs. How do I do that? And I'm like, I have no venue for you to do that, Peter. Um, but if you 
lower the barrier to entry. Um, and he works uh, like uh, well, what was Recode, but basically does tech journalism and media coverage. So he's he's very very connected. He's happy to do it, but he's no way to get that in. And that's kind of something I wanted to figure out. Okay, no that that helps. So like I said, it's if uh, Addison Grace you talk with Will and Callie and say, do you want to do application or do you want to do automatic? Because if you do automatic, then we'll start pushing harder to get more scholarships created, taking the pressure off of you to say, oh, geez, and these people need it, but they can't get it kind of thing. So this goes back to my earlier comment. If you have, uh, if you have an automatic and there are several um, students on the Cardinal who are in the Bucky Scholarship Promise. If you give them an automatic scholarship, it is not helpful. It's actually right. hurtful. So having an alternate fund, an alternate funding option, like a stipend. You know, so we had, as you know, the Cardinal Board just went through the, uh, you know, the staff pay thing, and we decided that if we can afford. Uh, the vote was if we can afford it, you know, so we'll have stipends for the the leadership team, not pay stipends. And the stipend can vary year to year, depending on how we're doing financially or not be paid. And that mm -hmm. gives students the the funds that they can use for anything. They can use it for living expenses. They can use it for for tuition. They can use it for anything. And there it's fair across the board because we're not penalizing the, the, uh, right. the students are under the Bucky tuition, Bucky's tuition promise. I'll, ch I'll check with foundation and see what I can see how I can tweak our agreement because maybe we need to tweak our agreement slightly because right now it's set as a scholarship and maybe there's a specific thing we need to fulfill. And if we can switch it, well, maybe we should switch it. That makes more sense. Um, so Tony, okay. Tony, I don't think I don't think we necessarily need to change the the existing scholarships, but as we look as we look forward, and mm -hmm. and you guys have been you know very successful in raising funds and and making contacts with people who may want to send up set up scholarship funds. Mm -hmm. Okay, now going forward, um, you know, we we should probably start building around the stipend model versus the scholarship model. I'm okay with that. Okay, I said let's let me see what I can figure out. Um, that makes sense. Totally. Uh, one other thing, then um, we normally don't approve the meet the uh, the budget in the same meeting we'd introduce it. So it's a case of I I send everybody I the link to it is in there. You can click it, open it up, make comments, ask questions. And then the next meeting, I'm probably going to set one for May, just so we have this uh, straightened out. When are when are our exams? So I don't. God, are there exams? Um, <laughs> what's your last week, and where I shouldn't try to tr to trample on it by having another meeting? I believe our exams start on May second, which is the Sunday. And here, let me look at my calendar. And so they go May second until. The May seventh. Seventh. Okay, yeah. So outside of that is okay. Yes. Yeah. So like a month from now I'll be fine. You would have no problem. Cool. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh we'll do that. Um the other thing I wanted to do briefly, the next item of business, I at least want to have a chance for Addison and Grace to introduce themselves. <laughs> you want to go ahead and say who you are and what you're doing and I'll turn the floor over. 
Um, okay. Um, well, I'm Addison. Um, I will be the editor-in-chief um, for the next year. Um, I'm a J school student, and I've been at the Cardinal for a hot minute. I've been writing since I was a freshman. I was a city editor, um, did that for a year, and I'm currently finishing up a semester as the features editor. I've written a ton, I've edited a ton, and I am very thankful that I got to have all these opportunities thanks to the Daily Cardinal, and I'm excited to do more. So, so Addison, tell us where tell us where you're from. Tell us a little I'm bit from, about yourself. I am from Beloit, Wisconsin, so just about about an hour south. It's an okay place. Wait, super um, random question. Do you know Do you know the Sorensen family or Paul Sorensen? I don't. Do they? Okay. Can I ask no, what they like do? No, I just wanted to check. Yeah, he he grew up there. My fiance is the only other person I know who's from Beloit, so I just had to ask. <laughs> oh yeah, I went to private school for a lot of my life, um, so I I don't know barely anyone. <laughs> let let, let me guess. It's like I, I, I know that Beloit. Always says, yeah, I know Beloit always says at least we're not Rockford. I understand that. Yeah, everyone says. Everyone says it's so true. So our ad manager the, Nick Dodson is from uh, Beloit. Yep, we went to the same high school. Actually, we did mock trial together and a lot of uh, club stuff. So definitely knew him. Um, but yeah, everyone says that Rockford's a suburb of Chicago Belo and South Beloit's a, sh a suburb of Rockford and Beloit's a suburb of South Beloit. I don't I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. <laughs> Understandably. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I can't I'm, tell you how many times... We drive through Beloit like every time because we go to Matt. We, we used to go to Madison upwards of like 10 to 15 times a year, and every time shoot straight up 90, we're right past all this, all those places. So yeah, I sympathize. Yeah, that border gives you whiplash. Um, but I don't know about me. Uh, besides the fact that my half of my life is the Cardinal, and then I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and then it's back to the Cardinal. It feels like. Um, I really, I really like rugby. I uh, am on the women's team here. I actually live in the rugby house. See, so you can imagine the alcoholism. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've heard it's actually a break, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no kidding. <sighs> that's about it. I'm a barista. That's that's it. That's me. I don't know cool. what else there is to say. Welcome. Congratulations on your new post. Thank oh. you. Grace? So I'm Grace. I'm the incoming managing editor. I've been at the Cardinal for two years. I've been the copy chief and a news writer. I'm studying journalism on the reporting track and linguistics in morphology. Um, not very exciting. <laughs> I'm from Fairfax, Virginia, which is right outside of DC. So I'm lucky to be able to go downtown and walk the mall. Nice, nice. Um, eh, let me because ask. Because you know, it's going to be it's going to be very important that you attend all the meetings because if you're not there, we'll have no grace. <laughs> 
Herman is officially king of the dead jokes. I don't know how he does it. Um, they're amazing. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but let, let me let me ask a, let, me, let me ask a question. Do you, would you like us to introduce ourselves? Or are we being rude by not doing that? Because you don't know who we are from anybody, do you? I already sent them a long psychotic email. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of you, but I don't know the <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounds so rude. Um, no. no, it's not. No, it's not. You may have, I, Grace, you may have heard the lies. stories are not true. No. You may have heard He's throwing us under the bus. No, it's totally fine. Um, uh, well, maybe we should just do a, a quick round the room. Um, I'll start just to be quick. Um, I'm Tony Sansoni. Uh, I'm, I'm Allison's husband. Uh, we had, we started this whole thing back in 97. Um, I work currently Wait, as a you're Mr. You're Mr. Allison Sansoni. Absolutely. Are you kidding? She, she's the interesting one. I'm just the person who like, yeah. you know, I work from home. Like you're seeing my home, my office. This is where I live and work. And I have for the last five years. Right now. I've been doing for five years though. You guys are all newbies. Um, so, uh, I'm a technical writer at a company called MongoDB. So basically I write software manuals for a living. Um, anybody ever wants to ask me about that as a job in a career, let me know. It is, it is, uh, maybe not the most interesting, but it is quite lucrative. Uh, other than that, um, I graduated political science in 94 from Madison and I'm from Milwaukee originally. Um, who wants next? Okay, I'm going to pick somebody I'll then. Go. Or Greg, go ahead. I'll go. So um, I'm Greg Grays, and uh, I was born and raised, <clears throat> by the way, in Arlington, Virginia, but um, found Wisconsin through uh, an older sister who graduated uh, before me. And um, just to let you know, I have a board connection. My daughter, who's now um, 41, spent her first two years of college at Beloit College. So we have the Beloit angle covered. Um, I've lived, as Herman knows, because he was a client at one time. I'm in the PR business, or was in the PR business in, in Dallas, Texas. And, um, but I'm more or less retired now and enjoying it. Um, and um i had a great time at uh, at the cardinal in the late 60s worked there from the beginning of my freshman year all the way until graduation and um it had a profound impact on me so that's um why i'm involved in the alumni association i mean and to, to this is what greg looked like back in the day when he was on <laughs> the uh that's right that's great. That the cover of Allison's book. book. It doesn't end with us. Yeah, I, I find it funny because really there's there's currently five Aww. five ed, five editors in chief on this call. So yeah, we're overrepresented. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, speaking of which, I'll bump to uh, Bill. Uh, there we go. Hi, I'm Bill. Yes, I was editor in chief in 1976. Um, I had been copy chief before that. As Herman could testify, in those days, the primary qualifications for being editor was to pass a political litmus test, which is how I got the job. 
um, as opposed to journalistic credentials. Although I did wind up, wind up with a career in journalism um, and ultimately uh, in internet uh, publishing from early on in the early days of the internet until about 2014 when I retired from cars.com and you know, I live in Chicago. I grew up in Chicago, um, lived in a variety of other places, but that's, that's it in a nutshell. Okay, who who would like to go next? Herman. What's your... Yeah. Oh, you're muted. You're on mute. Oh, on oh mute. yeah. So I'm Herman Baum, and I'm currently the uh, uh, chair of the Daily Cardinal Board. And uh, I was uh, with the Cardinal for uh, four years. I ran for, um, for leadership positions all the time, and I never won an election. The first election I won was as, seven years ago, chair of the Daily Cardinal Board. So go figure. Anyway, it was, uh, it, it was a big deal for me. Uh, working for the Cardinal because I left with a with a uh, a really good portfolio, and best of all, 1975 when I graduated was a recession year, and one of my friends happened to be Dick Satran, and I was bemoaning the fact along with everyone else that I was sending all these resumes out and I was getting not even negative responses. I was getting no responses. And uh, Dick said, well, you know, my father happens to be a newspaper publisher. Dick, you never told me that. Well, and he, and he happens to have a reporting position open. Really? Why didn't you say something? And, and I think you'd be a good fit. So he made the connection for me. I went up, uh, interviewed with his father, got the job, and the, uh, you know, that's how my, uh, my career started uh, from the news review. Uh, I went on to be the editor and managing editor of Chicago Suburban Times Newspapers, which is a chain of 10. Then I went into healthcare marketing, where I you know, ran into, into Greg, and we did a, uh, a variety of, of uh, health promotion and disease uh, prevention programs. And let's see, I have um, here this uh, thing hanging on the wall. Uh, were uh, some some of the trademarks, and Greg was uh, inc instrumental in helping us with uh, count a thing called Countdown USA, which was the first national cholesterol check. Cholesterol was not a thing until um, until the you know, researchers back in the 80s discovered that uh, you know it was kind of an important thing. And I believe it was Greg who was it you, Greg, who came up with the the you know the brilliant stroke of testing Congress. So we're trying to figure out how do you take how do you get healthcare. There you go. How how do you get healthcare you know cholesterol on the map? So we uh, well we had we, the real the key was we had a we had developed a relationship with the uh, National Heart Lung and Lung Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, which is part of the NIH. And that was the key to that whole project. Yes. So through them, we got to, uh, we tested Congress for um, heart health 
uh, blood pressure and cholesterol. And it worked out perfectly. Um, you know, working with the Surgeon General, it worked out perfectly because Democrats had higher cholesterol and Republicans had higher blood pressure. And through Greg's efforts and, and others, it made headlines around the world in just about every single publication there was. Asia, Europe, South America, all the majors, headline news in the New York Times, et cetera. So Once, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I did there. And then um, I also worked for hospitals, uh, Children's Memorial in Chicago, which is now Lurie Children's Hospital. And then I uh, went off and had my own uh, own business um, in strategic planning and um, sponsorship development in healthcare. So that's my uh, you know that that's my gig. And right now I'm on uh, I'm active in the uh, the journalism community in Madison through a variety of fronts. Uh, Will knows me as uh, secretary of the board for the Wisconsin Center for Investigative Journalism. I'm on the board for the for the uh, Wisconsin Newspaper Association Foundation. Um, on the board of the um, University of Wisconsin College of Letters and Science, and you know a couple other things. So, so that's uh, that's my life at the moment. I'm gonna bounce to Cole. Can I jump really quick? It's Anna. I'm actually sure. on vacation. I have to bounce oh. a bit, but really quick. Sorry. I am, my name is Anna John. I graduated in 2011 with a degree in economics and French. I'm originally from Boston, but I currently live in Chicago. Um, and I work for Instagram. If people do get employed there, you know, believe it or not, that uh, you know now. Uh, okay, I'm going to bounce to Cole. Sorry, Anna. All right. Well, congrats to the two of you. It's good to be talking with you. Uh, I'm Anna's classmate, also a grad of 2011. I was the business manager from 09 to 11, the, uh, the dark other side of the coin to the editors in chief on the, the call tonight. Um, let's see here. I am from the Milwaukee area originally, now in the Chicago area, a couple of blocks over from Tony and Allison, in fact. And right now I am doing uh, a little bit of consulting in business-to-business -business software and technology and working with my brother-in-law on an education software company building that out right now. And I'm the treasurer, I should mention, of the DCAA. Um, Mike? Um, yeah. Um, Edison, and uh, congratulations on being editor. Um, that's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I was hoping that you would get that uh, from all of the bylines that I saw you write over the last year. Great. Um, I uh, was born in Green Bay, um, went to UW-Green Bay for, its, for my first two years of college, um, where just for a brief time I was on the UW-Green Bay's first soccer team, then uh, transferred to Madison for my junior and senior years. I was a 
Cardinal sports writer from 71 to 72 and then sports editor from 72 to 73. And um, I, volunteer, I, do a lot, I try to do as much as I can for the Cardinal now as a sort of a payback because it was because of the Cardinal that I got my first full-time job in a full-time newsroom. The, back in 72, uh, the sports editor of the State Journal was Glenn Miller. And he had a practice of hiring the, the Cardinal sports editor as a part-timer uh, to, you know, take uh, basketball and football, high school basketball, football scores. So that, he, he called me. I took the part-time job and got into the State Journal newsroom and, and eventually transferred, graduated and transferred from the State Journal to a small upstart paper in Green Bay called the Green Bay Daily News, which I know it's hard to believe, but at one time there were two daily newspapers in Green Bay. And then from the Daily News went to the Milwaukee Journal as, as a part-time sports agate clerk. Eventually got hired full-time about three months later in late 76 and spent 38 years at the Milwaukee Journal and Journal Sentinel. Um, jack of all trades, master of none, and then uh, took a buyout at the end of 2014 from the Journal Sentinel and edited a book. 2015, and then from 2016 to 2018, I edited magazines here in Milwaukee, and fully retired in 2018. I live in uh, Greendale, Wisconsin. Actually, quick thing, Mike, I'm surprised you even talked to Drosner recently. You know what he does, right? Chris, um, let's see, what, he's, uh, did he, no, I, I can't remember what he does. He's the editor of Milwaukee Magazine now. Oh, he is, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, you know, somebody maybe worth talking to if you feel like doing a little extra, you know, little side hustle. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, okay. Hustle, I've, got a, I've got a side hustle. I'm in a I'm in a rock band. So. There. Oh, you, oh, <laughs> you didn't know that, Kelly? Is, yeah, he he he, he, play, he plays a mean bass, actually. <laughs> Wait, you've got to play for us sometime. Yeah, but yeah, I, we're. Um, I was very fortunate to get into this band uh, called Rebecca and the Gray Notes. Um, Allison and Tony brought their. Young, very, very young daughter to her first rock concert, which was our band um, at State Fair. But yeah, we played at Summerfest, State Fair, and all of the festivals around uh, Milwaukee. And yeah, we'd love to be able to to get to Madison. Maybe, maybe if you, I know that the the last school year there was something called the Nest, where, where you would have um, live bands come into the Cardinal office and and play a set and do a, a story on them and. And uh, maybe we could do that. We would love that. Oh, my gosh. We would totally love that. We'll have to keep that in mind. <laughs> that was one of the things I brought up, actually, during my interview for Editor-in-Chief, is that I wanted to bring back Live at the Nest. So, yeah. Okay. That sounds we good. Yeah, we'd be okay. happy to do it. Maybe we could do it as a fundraiser. That's what um, I like to hear. That's good for me. <laughs> uh, Haley, I think it's you and Allison are last. Do you want to go? 
Yeah, I can go. Um, so, hi, my name is Haley. I grew up in um, Waukesha, went to Madison, graduated in 2015, set the Cardinal for four years, where I was first a copy chief, then graphics editor, and then a features editor. And I actually um, got my first job in journalism because of Mike Julie. Um, I got a copy editing internship at the Journal Sentinel um, and then got um, a, a summer gig working for them doing some reporting in Madison. Also, also worked for the uh, Center for Investigative Journalism. Right now I'm out of the journalism industry, I guess like the hard news stuff for now, um, and doing a lot of shopping and deals coverage for Mashable. Um, just as a freelancer, which I actually really love. Um, so if you ever want to talk to me about freelancing, hit me up. Um, but I live in Chicago with a parrot named Melon and a wiener dog named Pierogi, and I love it. So Chicago gang is real strong out here for the Cardinal. Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah if, you, if you like basically say, I just need some place to stay in Chicago, like you're you're more than covered, not even a problem. Um, do you want to go on, Allison? We have a chance. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. And what happens when you work with somebody at the Cardinal for three years and then decide you might as well just get married because you've already had every fight that you're going to have? Um, basically it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. No, I'm the program director at the American Writers Museum, which at the moment means that I run a broadcast studio out of our spare bedroom in which I interview authors and um, yell at my staff about virtual field trips. So it's it's been a time. Um, I'm the fundraising chair of the DCAA, so I pester everybody for money and field your requests for other things to whoever I think can hopefully answer questions. Um, I sent you, I, Grace and Addison, I think I sent you guys both an email. Um, just call me anytime I don't sleep. So I was at the Cardinal when it shut down and my life's goal is to make sure that never happens again. So there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't do. So go, you know, no, I, make I, me prove it. I, I hope to God. tell us about I, your book. Oh. oh God. All right. So yeah, also I spent like 10 years tracking down um, Cardinal alumni and making them tell me their stories. And Bill Swislow over there is selling himself short because he's got a hell of a one. <laughs> So my my favorite my no my favorite story from that book was actually interviewing a a guy named um, Richard Davis who was editor in 38, 1938 for he was editor in chief for one day. They fired the um, Cardinals board at that point was elected by the entire student body and they fired him because he was Jewish. And there were riots that tore the campus apart. He and his staff walked out and published a strike paper and mounted a, a campaign to get him his job back. And he came within 82 votes of it happening. Campus-wide, mind you. Campus-wide. There was a campus-wide referendum because finally the university president was like, you need to shut this shit down. Get it sorted. And they were like, okay, we'll put it to a vote. Mm -hmm. But when I talked to him, he was in his late 80s, I think, and yeah. mostly deaf. And so we communicated. He would send me letters. I would send him letters. And eventually he put a big envelope in the mail, um, which was his diary of everything that had happened to him that he wrote 
right after it had all happened. And he sent it with a letter saying, I'm sorry, it's been 60 years. I can't, I still can't talk about it. He said, you're, wow. you're going to have to read this. And in that diary, there was a note. He had been in love with a girl. And while all of this was going on, she had a date with someone else and he had a newspaper to put out and he chose the newspaper. <laughs> That's. Yeah. But the, the, the thing I like best about your favorite story, Allison, is uh, when uh, when he was asked afterwards, was he disappointed by the outcome of the election? He responded. He said, you know, I know I at least have. He said, basically, he, he knew he had thousands of friends still on campus. But it was so immediate. It meant so much to him. And, you know, that's that's the paper's history. So, yeah, basically, if you want to know anything about the history, you ask her. If you want to know about how to get a hold of somebody, you usually ask me. Um, get a hold of people. I said usually. <laughs> usually. Um, and uh, in the interest of time, I just want to make one last little point. It's like you can bother either one of us. I can't speak for the rest of the board, but you can bother either one of us pretty much any time. I'm almost always on, online in some way because, again, this is where I live and – if I'm not available, I'll ping you like right after. Feel, but again, don't. You're never bothering me. Just you know, know that the response might be delayed. Um, that all said, we do I have a new business. Don't forget. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's all I was about to just about to turn it over to you, Herman. Go ahead. So first of all, I want to. I you know, the the alumni association deserves our immeasurable thanks, uh, immense thanks for you know, helping us through the, you know, the last few years in particular where, boy, it was touch and go for a while as we were, you know, juggling publishing cycles and facing one financial blow after another. And finally, the last three years, you know, we've been on an even keel and, you know, an immense part of that has been the Daily Cardinal Alumni Association. So thank you for that. And, uh, uh, it's been an interesting seven years as chair, and I just wanted to let you know that I am stepping down when my term expires uh, June 30th. And the so far, the only uh, chair nominee is Scott Gerard, who is a former editor-in-chief. So it looks like, um, you know, unless someone steps forward and, you know, beats him in the election, it looks like he will be the next uh, board chair. But, you know, seven years has been... Um, been very, uh, very gratifying. The Cardinal, you know, has meant a lot to me and still does. I will remain on the board. And I uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, that transition was uh, was taking place. Wow. End of an era. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you for everything that you've done, Herman, mm -hmm. holding the place together with your teeth in some cases. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. There's, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple of people who have put in, definitely put in more than their, their share of time. I mean, both Herman and I fall way short of Bob Taylor, who was involved with the Cardinal for 40 years. But hey, not everybody can do that kind of, uh, that kind of uh, stretch. <laughs> I won't live so long enough Scott to Gerard, do 40 years. Scott Gerard, a member of the DCAA. Uh, Scott, yeah, he's, he's, he's been pretty involved. So actually, so is his fiance. Was they married? No. 
I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, he, he's engaged to another former editor of the Cardinal. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's good. There's a lot of us. There's about 34 marriages. There's a bunch of purebred Cardinal babies. Too. Yeah. It's kind of kind of crazy. If you want those so stories. So as an aside, as an aside, um, Scott Gerard and uh, Abby are going to be uh, married, as I understand it, this uh, September. Oh, awesome! Oh, good, 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 good. good. I knew COVID. Two other Abby Becker, uh, two other editor in chiefs. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, it's a lifestyle. It is. Uh, <laughs> In interest of time, I just want to wrap a couple things up. My new, my piece of new uh, business was the fact that we're probably going to do a bit of shuffling on the board, meaning like we've had a couple people step down, um, and we're going to need to basically do a recruiting drive to get a couple more people to to fill the ranks back out. There's a couple people who used to be on the board who want to return. We're talking to them first, but we'll probably be putting something out ooh, in the next week or so. You know, broad appeal, seeing anybody who's interested. Uh, we'll look for things people apply by June. Um, unfortunately, both people who both alums who handled our newsletter have left, so it's like that's going to be something we need to kind of figure out how to get that out sooner rather than later. Um, no, Mike, you can't volunteer for it. Um, so we're going to try to see what we can do there. Uh, so any of the other alums, if anybody else who's interested, I think Greg, I pinged you about talking to Steve Reiner again. Um, Bill, if you know anybody, let me know. Cole, same thing. Um, you know, Haley, if you know anybody, let's just, you know, I like to see us back to getting a good number of people in the meetings. Um, other than that, uh, a thing to the, to, to the staffers here, again, if you are looking at any job type things or job questions or something like that, please ping me. Uh, I'm kind of in that mode right now. I've been doing a lot of hiring and talking to people so I can kind of give you some what for about what's going on. Um, like anybody who's anybody who again the technical writing thing I'm very serious we we hire interns of technical writing in my company like for a year and if you are somebody who we we like as an intern you are basically automatically guaranteed a job at graduation and we pay in the neighborhood of about thirty five an hour as an intern so you know if you thought to yourself hey that doesn't sound that interesting again the money can talk <laughs> being honest um. I don't have anything else, but we'll look to do a meeting uh, mid-May. Does anybody else have anything they want to cover off? Oh, I have one idiot question. Herman, did you guys participate in that college media madness fundraising competition? Or did anybody no. reach out to you guys about it? Yes, uh, I did hear about it. Uh, the University of Illinois won. I they saw that. The, the amounts were really small. Yeah. Yeah, they all, the all participants raised less, like $96,000 collectively. There were 27 participants. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, I'd be yeah. curious as to, I, I was thinking, if you don't mind, I was going to hit up the people that organized it, not necessarily to ask about the Cardinal joining it, because obviously that'd be up to you guys, but more just to be like, what's your deal? Like, what are you thinking in terms of fundraising? Because I always want to know, like, what other student news organizations are doing, particularly if they're already funded and don't really need the money, as a couple of them seem to be. But yeah, I was, no, I was watching the hairballs um, uh, fundraising total sit there. So I got to make my own fund somehow. Well, yeah. you know, a lot of it, a lot of it was, is making up for departmental 
budget cut, you know, brought yeah. in by COVID financial stress on the universities. So I don't know if it's, uh, you know, if it's an on ongoing thing. But remember, yeah. other student newspapers are different than we are. You know, yeah. we are not funded by the university. We don't have faculty running the show, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you guys are, nobody can, nobody can control you but you, which is where you want to be right now in media, especially. Oh, yes. But financially, you guys are okay right now? Good. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sleep at night. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And like, like I said, is, if you guys need anything, ping me. Happy to talk. As you can tell, I like to talk. A little. Oh my God. I've been I've been on so many Zoom calls today. Jesus. Uh, so, if there are no objections, we can move to adjourn. Does anybody have anything else to add? Uh, Seriously, Mike will tell you his story. It's a really good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, just two. One. Uh, one thing would be uh, on, on Dick Davis. Uh, he was so uh, respected at the Milwaukee Journal that the annual writing award that was given internally at the Milwaukee Journal was named the Dick Davis Award. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that is awesome. If Grant Hyde still had his name anywhere in the journalism school, I would not rest until I personally removed it because he was the one who was behind all of the stuff that happened to Davis. But that's my personal grudge. Yes. If you talk to any of us in any detail, you'll realize how large of a grudge we, against, we have against the university's oh, journalism school. Oh, we do. You do. There's oh, there's there's history. I didn't give you a degree. Sorry. I'm kind of I'm kind of glad I didn't go for one. <laughs> kind of glad I didn't try. Right, yeah. Let these people get to their evening. Yes. Uh, there's if there is nothing else, we'll adjourn and uh, catch back up in May. Again, ping me if you need me. Same with emails. Okay. Ciao, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice one. meeting you. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.